Oh, I'm getting ready to put some Caribbean music on or some reggae or something upbeat. I had like the spa tune on for Snorio, but he's already tired. Bon Jovi Radio is good on Sirius. Are you serious? Oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers collection. Oh, uh-oh. That screams 80s. I love 80s. Bowie, official countdown. Hmm. Let's go. I feel more Caribbean, reggae, yacht rock radio. I, anybody else has said channel two on Sirius? I'm being, I'm being serious here. I really am being serious. <laughs> Snore quit. Um, rock, no, country. I burn country out today. Latino. Mmm. I feel like the Caribbean, I like the 50s and 60s on there also. I like it all. Music mash, no. Workout, oh hell no, I won't be able to sleep. Barbecue. Huh. I could have a big barbecue, a neighborhood barbecue. I need to run for the mayor for the next time around if I'm still in Little Lazy River Town. I need to run first female mayor. Neighbors, pick up your jaw. Quit laughing at me. Quit laughing. I see you. Quit laughing. I see you laughing. <laughs> oh, hell no. Well, hell yeah. I like to laugh. I'm going to build a three-level. I'm going to have an investor come in. I'm going to build a two- or three-level comedy club because I think, like, there's Go Bananas in Cincinnati, Montgomery, Ohio. I don't know if it's still there or not. I used to go there all the time. Oh, my God. Me and a friend, Mark. I almost married Mark. Mark, you're listening to you are. Um... God, he wanted to marry me. Such a sweet guy, but I was in like the bad boy image then. I don't know. Stupid. You know, I can empath raise my hands. Stupid. Such a sweet super guy. Um, I could have married you, Stefan. Good Lord, you bought me a house in Hyde Park when I was going through, you know, a divorce. You bought me a house in Hyde Park. I literally come over. This is when I was first going through my first surgery. And, um... I want to say I'm sorry to both of you men and my high school sweetheart, Steve, because you literally contacted me a year ago. You had broke off an engagement and you wanted to rekindle our relationship, the high school sweethearts. Um, God bless um, Mrs. D, your mom, passed ovarian cancer. And um, he, Steve, I know it. He went through a lot, and I was really close with this family, big Italian family, and his mom was always so kind and sweet to me. Um, she took me underneath her wings. She's like, she was my second mom through high school. She really was. Um, and his dad, his dad, you know, was hard on me as well. You know, took me in like his own. Um, I could have been married to Steve. I could have been married to Stefan. You bought me a house in Hyde Park. I was getting ready to go to surgery. You said you and Crystal come over, whatever. And I came to this house in Hyde Park and he's like, and it's an older house, but it's a nice area, you know, and oh my God, things probably worth $2 million now. Beautiful stained glass windows. He had fixed up, you know, kept the original stained glass windows, promised to put a fence in yard. He's like, this is yours. This is your house. You know, I don't want you to be without a house. So I was going through divorce. I didn't have any support or help. And I literally had to freaking get somewhere. And um, I want to say, because I'm at this point in my life, I need to say it. I think it's great to put it on public. I want to say I'm sorry to all three true gentlemen, true gentlemen, because all three of you would have treated me as great as Queen Elizabeth was treated by her husband. I know all three of you have been amazing. You're amazing gentlemen anyway, but amazing spouses, amazing husbands. 
And I don't know what the hell my problem was. I think I was scared of being treated. I don't think I know. With therapy now, I realized that I was scared to be treated well. Um, I had a lot of things in my life that I went through. Uh, it wasn't easy times um, growing up and that. And I was scared. I wasn't used to having a man treat me well and treat me like a princess and a queen and care about me and, and love me unconditionally, care about me and support me unconditionally. And I want to say I'm sorry because I got scared and I ran into the wrong, wrong relationships. That's the truth, so help me God. Um, Mark, knew him forever. Um, I think he's a traveling nurse now and he's in a relationship and I wish him well. Um, actually, let me think about this one. Traveling nurse, actually moved in that in a relationship um steve had broke his engagement off and sorry things didn't work out and at that point i was still married um i knew our marriage was no longer with eric i could had i could have started a relationship with my ex but i remained loyal in my marriage um even though i didn't have any reason to and um i just wanted to to you know, I said I'd get married again. This is the last and sickness and the health to my death. And I remain loyal to a fault. And that's things that I realize now with therapy. Um, I would have went back with my high school sweetheart, Italian also, Steve. Um, but I wish him well, you know. And um, uh, Mr. D passed away. Oh, it's hard seeing that. And I uh, just reached out to him that. We'll leave it there. But um, perfect gentleman. Amazing. Been amazing spouse. Um, and then of course, you know, Stefan, oh my gosh, you like, literally it was around the holidays. You bought me slippers and a robe and bought me things to make me comfy for surgery. And I got scared. You came back from out of state. I don't know how many times this true gentleman came back out of state and kept saying, I'm going to put a engagement ring on you. I'm going to marry you. I'm going to marry you. Um, we both were introverts. Um, to an extent for different reasons through high school. Um, he was older, is actually my sibling's age. And um, amazing man, amazing gentleman. Um, I remember him telling me on his birthday, I made him a birthday cake. I brought it over when he lived in Ohio. And he's like, I never had anybody make me a birthday cake. And I'm like, everybody's a birthday cake for their birthday. I was like, celebrate your birthday. Every time I'd be out with my friends, it was like Mr. Big and Carrie. That's how our relationship was. But we were more than friends. We were friends, but more than friends. We were like Big and Carrie. I need to do podcasts about me and stuff. And he's probably like, oh, God, it's good. This is good because he's a true gentleman. But it was like Mr. Big and Carrie. Every time I'd be out with my friends or on a date or something, I would see him. And a bar or a nightclub, because you know, nightclubs and bars and people actually danced. You know, now we have no dance clubs. We need to. If I was mayor, I'd also get a dance club, a little lazy over town, and I'd open a comedy club because I think there needs to be more diversity and things to do for the public. Title of my opinion. Um, I knew the I know the men are going. Oh hell no, not getting. Oh hell no, hell no. Now we're gonna get the podcast mayor in here now. No. <laughs> Wouldn't you guys just drop jaw if all of a sudden next mayor election and my name pops up there just to see, you know, just to see? I, I really, I mean. Um, I would love to see a comedy club. I would love to see um, more things for families to do. I would love to see big community potluck dinners, big picnics for the community. I would love to see all that. Um, I would love to see just tight-knit 
community and no judging, no dividing of who's richer, who's poor, who lives in what area, who lives in what area, just everybody joined together. Because we really strip our money down, our titles and our houses and whatever, yada, yada. We're all normal people. We're all God's people. We're all the same Joe Schmoes, you know? Um, I don't know. That's just, I'm sorry, I'm going off it. I'm going off topic. But me and Stephanie, we were like big and carry. And we'd always see each other across the room. The last time I saw him, my grandmother, um, my last grandparent, my little grandmother passed away. She passed away on Mother's Day. She was in a nursing home. His mom, ironically, was in the nursing home at the same time. I'll never forget walking in with Eric and signing in. And this guy is listening to music. This guy, is, I think it was a gentleman playing guitar. And... Um, the people in their home were sitting around on the couch, and this gentleman was with his mom. And I looked over and I thought, that's really sweet. That guy's with his mom listening to music. And then I looked again, I'm like, there's no way. We locked eyes. He knew I was married to Eric. And it was him. I ran into him everywhere. Everywhere. Um, but every time... He'd say, I'm coming to town, and I'm going to ask you to marry me. I'm going to bring a ring. I'd run. I didn't allow myself to be treated like a lady or a princess. And that's a shame. Because those were three true, true gentlemen, real gentlemen, that could have changed my life for the better. And I've learned to forgive myself for not allowing myself to be loved and supported and unconditionally. Um, and those three gentlemen definitely made an impact and even at my age I still remember in my life and um you never know people cross paths at different lives for different reasons and it could be possible with any of them but if not I always wish them well I never wish any ill will to to any of them um they're amazing there are three men that um I'll never forget you know you never forget your high school sweetheart uh, it was the wrong time um reconnecting contacting me um Steph and I ran I ran. I always wanted to live in Florida near the beach, and I'll be darned if he sold his properties in Ohio and moved to Florida. And You know, Stefan would say you could have given me the moon and back, and I know you would have lasted it for me, and I still wasn't ready. And there's nothing wrong with how you treated me because you treated me right, but I was scared because I wasn't ready and respected myself enough at that point in my life to understand that I do deserve your love and unconditional support and nurturing and... Uh, the happiness that um, you gave me and my fur kids because you knew my pets were my fur kids. And Stefan saw it all through my health deteriorating. Um, he saw me at a point where I had breathing problems, didn't know it was autoimmune then. I was on a lot of high doses of steroids and things kind of worked themselves around. And now we know work themselves out because autoimmune goes up and down. You have flare-ups. I understand all my health stuff now. That's why I don't really talk about it a lot. The puzzle pieces were figured for me. But he's still, even when I was overweight on steroids and that, he came into town. We went to a theater in Kentucky. This was years ago, um, over decades ago. And I felt like a balloon. I blew up like, I don't know what. The steroids and cortisol, cortisone, excuse me, and things I take now don't blow me up. Um, just because my body's absorbing things differently. But then I gained a lot of weight. That's when I was like a top weight. And uh, he didn't judge me. Um... Both of them, those men saw me for my personality, my, my love of laughter, and my kindness and gentleness and my passion for the animals. Uh, love me for me and my flaws and all. And now at my age, I can say that with the most utmost respect. 
Um, all three men, if haven't and will, will make the most amazing husbands to the most luckiest women in the world. And I have nothing but positive things to say about all three. And that's the truth. That's the truth, you know. So I'm wondering if my sibling who got engaged, I heard this from my cousin. I'm wondering if your fiance, because I heard he's Italian. What's up with me and you and Italian men? What's up with that? What's up with that? Do we have Italian in us and we just don't know? Because we never knew we had Sioux Indian. Who would have known our great grandmother was Sioux Indian? See, if we were close, I could bring the cousin in, who I've been talking to on dad's side, and we could all share these amazing photos of my great, our great-grandmother, you know? That would make my god adult, I guess he's god child, she's older now, god adult Ashley, that would make you, that would make her your what? Great? Would it be a great, great, great-grandmother? Would it be? It's just fascinating, the history and the Sioux Indian and that, who would have known? But we always had dark complexion, tan easy and dark hair. Who would have thought that that bloodline would bleed through? Well, I wouldn't say bleed through, but you know what I mean. Um, come through so predominantly. Uh, it's the truth. But I heard my sister's um, fiance. Congratulations, by the way. Um, I know you hate me, but I don't hate you. But congratulations. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> you despise me. I think you like you want to make everything competition. I don't know why you've been like that. Are we really like that deep of sibling rivalry? Rivalry? I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Either do whatever to me, what phase me. Yeah. I'm in a point in my life I don't take it personally. I just hope you learn. And uh, we don't do things that have transpired to happen. You don't do that. You grow and evolve and mature. And, you know, if you continue hate my guts, then I can't help that. Whatever. It's just my opinion title to it. But, but, I do want to say that, uh... Your fiance has a uh, pretty fast and furious ride of a car, okay? Are you planning on ever, I mean, I mean, someday we may cross our paths by chance, I mean. <laughs> we could take a spin through one of these vacant malls or whatever. I mean, I'm a really good driver, by the way, and I know, you know, and, uh, well, one day it makes me your sister-in-law. Now, you can't just abandon your sister-in-law, can you? Because I don't think you would. And I know you love laughter. So uh, I'm that little hidden gem in the family that you really, I know underneath it all, you really want to meet. But you're like, ah, I have to respect the situation. But I would really like to meet her because it's her podcast and stuff. And, <laughs> and you laugh. You know, you laugh. And, you're, and sometimes you're like, oh, she say that. And other times you're like, <laughs> but come on. I like to laugh. I heard you like to laugh. And... I mean, are you going to dip out on the potential of getting to know such a great person with a bigger-than-life personality like moi? And I would, I mean, if you still are, like, fast and furious and, and uh, the v, I mean, I don't know what kind of car it is, whatever, but I just heard it was fast through cousin. Are you going to let me drive that sometime? Because you can't let a sister-in-law down if you want to win me over, okay? And please, if you really want to win me over, I like sunflowers and I like the Cheesecake Factory. Um, cheesecake, anyone delivered? I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, he's listening. Everybody knows he's listening and he's like, oh, I just got called on our podcast. You're now officially in the United States 
Archive Museum in Washington, D.C. How does that feel? Oh, we could get a picture. Better than yet, we can get a video of your Fast and Furious car. Okay, I don't know what it is. I'm not that big into car stuff, so I don't know. I'm not a materialistic person. It's just me. I never would be. I could be a billionaire what phase me. I'm just not a money person. I just see life differently. I think it's just oncology changed me. I have to say it has. Uh, it changed me for the better. I just like simplicity. And I like sunflowers. And I like the Cheesecake Factory. Did I tell you I like the Cheesecake Factory? I, I like the Cheesecake Factory. If I could do a video, I mean, and literally tell you about the piece of cheesecake, it would go something like this. Are you ready? Okay. And by the way, we, I mean, someday we could get that video in the National Archive Museum. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <sighs> Your sister won't let me talk to you. But that does sound great. Maybe we could sneak. We could meet up and you could like bring me the keys and she wouldn't know anything about it. You could sneak. I mean, seriously. And she wouldn't know. She wouldn't know. I could put like a Halloween mask on. I could put the video up and it just looked like a duplicate car of yours. Just let me know. Send me an email down here. I won't say nothing to her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to end this podcast here because I'm going to sell a piece of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. I need to find the music though, don't I? All right, future brother-in-law. Let me find some music. A barbecue party. They like Canadian channel. Have you seen that? Serious? You need to check it out. I'm just talking to you. I can know you forever. Let's see. I'm really cooling down to earth. I'm sorry you got the bad dibs on me. You know, it's a shame, but we both know better. We don't hold it to ourselves or hold it to heart too long. Okay. I could put Cafe Coleche. Oh, there's all sorts of really great. Oh! <gasps> Ricky Martin Radio. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sirius is really bad. Have you noticed that? I don't know if you have Roku or not streaming. There you go. Okay, you ready? I'm going to sell that piece of cheesecake. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Cheesecake Factory. Can I help you, sir? Yes, I'm here to pick up the best cheesecake. Do you have anything fresh for my wonderful sister-in-law? She's so funny, she has her own podcast. <laughs> I'm guilty I listen to her. Shh, don't tell my fiance she doesn't like her. Yeah. Really? So you have that? Chocolate caramel? Don't get the chocolate caramel. I don't like the chocolate caramel. You know I like the double chocolate cheesecake, chocolate cheesecake. I mean the chocolate cheesecake right there in that case. Can I see that, ma'am? That cheesecake right there? The whole cheesecake? I don't need a lot of cheesecake. A slice would be great. I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. A slice of cheesecake. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Box with a white ribbon. That's great. I, I like you already, future brother-in-law. White ribbon around that would be great so you could put the sunflowers on top like decorate it maybe like you know sprinkle it with the yellow petals <sighs> right here i have a single slice of chocolate cheesecake from the cheesecake factory i would like to talk about the crust if you put it on a plate have you noticed just how perfect that crust the cheesecake just lines up and it sits right down on the crust and we have a perfectly 
triangle slice, that's right. Now, the cheesecake just came out of the oven and went right into the cooler. And notice, notice, notice how whipped the cheesecake is. And you know that chocolate is splendid, so perfection, the perfectly, perfectly, mwah, perfectly. And on the top here, we're going to, future brother-in-law, could you tell him to drizzle hot, hot I mean hot fudge, I, I'm a chocolate connoisseur. Perfectly hot fudge on the top. Perfectly for the perfect sister-in-law. And on top of it, we have a little bit of dab of some really good whipping cream. And I don't like to say it's whipped cream, but it's a really, really, it almost tastes like an icing. And it's just perfectly just one small scoop. Now what you're going to do is I'm going to perfectly put this in this beautiful white box with this white ribbon. And when you get home, you can even heat this piece of cheesecake up just enough, just a little warm, you know, maybe with the full, the, or I'm sorry, the crisp. That's right. Make sure you say it right now, okay? Future brother-in-law. Crisp fall days ahead. You could go ahead and you could put this in the microwave or you could put it in the freezer and you could freeze it for the next week or you could just inhale it like I'm going to do when you bring it to me, okay? Please, when you're at it, fill up the gas tank. We're meeting. Don't tell her anything about it. Don't forget the keys. <laughs> Shh. She'll never know. She won't know.